What? I'm kind of going to like just wing it. But that's okay. You think that's Where possible? Where's your phone at? You're supposed to have your notes. I, I had notes of oh something else. and But I sent it to you. I know. And when I was looking at it, I was just like, okay, 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 okay. You're wasting my storage. Okay, let's go. How are you doing? How are you feeling? What's going on in your life? What's popping? What's tea? We're here again another Thursday, okay? I hope y'all not getting tired yet. Okay, we just getting started. If you are new here, hey friends with Layla Lee, it's a podcast for comedic and introspective souls. So in this podcast, you can expect to learn and laugh and of course have good conversation. So today, once again, y'all, for my guest, you know, I was like, dang, I need a guest. I need a guest. Then I was like, well, first of all, who can I get for free? <laughs> that was check number one. Check number two, I was like, hmm, I need somebody intelligent. I need somebody that's for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need somebody that's on my level that, you know what I'm saying, that gets me that I get. And I said, who else? So some people call us twins. I don't really believe that because it's always that one better looking twin. And I think I took that award. And I have to say that... This particular person is definitely my frick to my frick. So, ladies and gentlemen, and all my friends, please help me welcome my brother EJ to the podcast. It's your boy, it's your nephew, it's your cousin, it's your best oh friend. God. It's Lori. We're in the house. Make some noise. Bruh. All right. All right. How do you feel being on the podcast? First like of I all, told you, I'm running on three hours of sleep, but I'm ready. First of all, yes. You know you did not just clap up in here. No, you did not. Well, first of all, was you listening to season one? We got to test you. Uh oh. I mean, I wow. I was listening to clips like uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't do that. Already, we already starting off with the with the sad trombone. Come on, man. Layla. You know I'm here for you. Be for real. I'm here for you. Be for real. I am being for real. Be. I did listen. I I just I'm not going to remember. I I barely remember stuff for the test. Like come on. Jeez. So clearly you can see where this is going, but we going really this. So let's get into the most anticipated segment of the podcast, and that is bueno or no bueno. So I'm going to share a story, whether it be in the news, in my daily life, or on social media. And I'm going to let you know if it's bueno or no bueno, aka good or no good. Same thing, same thing. Are you ready? So I just say it's no good, it's bad, it's horrible. Yeah, just based off what you feel. Come on. It's not, it's not that hard, baby. Let's go. All right. The other day, child, I was scrolling on Instagram, as I do, as I do. And I ran across this post on the shade room. So I'm going to read it in a couple of the following tweets. And I want to know what you think. All right. It's always the shady house. It is. So great debates. Should people take off their outside clothes before getting in bed? Here go some of the tweets. Getting in bed with outside clothes is wild. Okay. 
Somebody, so this this tweet really did something to me because I was reading a tweet and I said, babe, some things are just better left unsaid. Sis said, <clears throat> usually whatever I choose to wear for a whole day, I end up falling asleep in. I only change in the morning. Sometimes I change after showers, which I take at night, but not often. I personally don't see the big deal with people not changing unless they are very smelly or dirty. Mm, that's not good, mm, baby. Mm, <laughs> not mm, good. Somebody else said people be outside all day sweating and everything. Go home and jump right in the bed, bruh. Hell no. Somebody else said, I hate it when people come into my room only to start touching my stuff and sit on my bed with their outside clothes. Like, get your dirty clothes off my clean bed. like somebody talking. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. Well, we're not talking about me right now. Let me just read the tweet. Um, somebody said, um, you wear lingerie outside with Air Force Ones, though. Shaking my head. <laughs> I, guess. I don't know who do that right somebody was in their feelings they just wanted to say something mm. um jumping into the bed without showering after being outside all day is just nasty so ej i need to know if this is a bueno or no bueno situation do you think it is good or no good to jump in the bed get on the bed sit on the bed do whatever on the bed with outside clothes um i think it's not good like do that you know especially mm-hmm. when you've been very active doing different things like working now you know if you've been at work and you you know you know you outside all the time you know you outside all you the time know, not i mean like maybe sit on the edge of your bed but to get under the covers and wrap up and you know i passed you passed you showed it with flying colors Ooh. Let me tell you something. I so it's a it's a no bueno for you. It's a no, no, bueno. no bueno. Yeah, this is a no bueno for me. This is for all of my friends, my friends, beautiful friends. Do not mm. come in my room. And first of all, start touching stuff because who are you? Mm. Second of all, to sit on my bed, my good, and this is a real yeah. good queen. No, full, excuse me. Mm. A good full size new bed, actually. So don't sit on my bed with your outside clothes. And that's happened to me before. It was one shoddy who came over my house who came home from working at a fast food restaurant with hot grease and sat on my bed. And not just sat laid. Mm -hmm. And I told shoddy, I said... (laughs) You kind of got my room smell like grease. But we was cool, though. She was like, oh, you saying, like, I stink, girl. I be forgetting sometimes. You know, I understand. Mm -hmm. But don't sit on my bed with your outside clothes. If you are, you know, you sit on the foot. foot. Don't sit where my pillow at. That's where I put my head. Mm -hmm. And I'm smelling your your booty juice Uh, on my my pillow. Mm -hmm. So it's a no-bueno for me. And anybody that says, oh, I mean, it's no big deal out out jail out where hell and everything in between yeah i said it all right you guys so today i wanted to talk about something that i've been sitting on for a while and the reason being is that i know i'll probably lose some listeners on this episode but You know, everyone has different beliefs and all that kind of stuff. So I don't want to be too pushy or too preachy, I should say. 
But I do believe that we all should have a say and that we all are valuable to the conversation. And I also did a poll and some of you guys wanted to talk more about faith and Christianity and my own personal walk and all those type of things. So I was like, why not do a three in one combo? Okay. So today, you guys, I wanted to talk about finding Jesus for yourself, embracing the love of God, doing all those things. So I wanted to talk about today is finding Jesus for yourself. So we're going to talk about studying scripture, balancing faith and culture, and just putting a personal relationship with Christ. How you feeling? I feel good. I feel, feel good, good about it. I feel good about it. Mm-hmm. So I think right now, like the way culture is set up, it's a lot of confusion between Christianity and spirituality, whatever people want to call it, mm-hmm. um, astrology, all these type of uh, new ways of spiritual awakening. Okay. okay. And okay. I just want to know, let's start this off with this. Like, how do you think the way culture is right now is affecting your faith? Like I said, with the astrology, with the crystals, with the, you know, you know, now people are saying they're witches and saying that they do tarot readings with the cards. And, you know, does that I don't want to say and like more of the majestic practices, mm-hmm. I should say. So, like, does that kind of I don't want to say does it scare you? But like, what's been your experience or your opinion on that? Well, the question you asked was, isn't affecting my faith? Mm-hmm. The answer is no. Oh, my God. A hard no. Wait, 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 wait. It's a hard no. Capital N, capital O. Wow. And an explanation point at the end. It's a no because um, the great thing about um, Christianity is faith, right? And your your foundation of your faith, you know, it's it's a strong foundation. It's what holds you up. It's what keeps you going, you know. Mm -hmm. So those little small things that come or that you know that people may throw at you or that you may hear for me it doesn't face me because mm. you know my foundation is strong <clears throat> it's built it's been rooted in good ground as mm-hmm. people say um trees that are put into the ground that they grow you know over time they get bulkier they get stronger you know they have their seasons but those seasons they bloom and all that stuff mm-hmm. yeah that's I look at Christianity like that. If you're put into good ground soil, mm-hmm. you put do all the necessary things to keep living, moving forward, um, keeping that same connection and relationship with God, um, then you can bloom and you can blossom and all those things. Good. If weather comes, you'll still be planted. Mm-hmm. If it overfloods, you'll still be planted. You know, and um, if there's no rain, you may be a little dry, but you still be planted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So those little things that people throw out there all the little other stuff that people are doing and saying um yeah it doesn't face me so yeah it, it doesn't phase me but I think it does spark like a, a, a just a nerve in me because there I have seen so much and so many people right now are saying well you know Christians you guys are saying you don't believe in you know um uh, like the whole crystals and whatever else, but religion is a form of witch witchcraft. Any form of mm-hmm. taking on other spirits is witchcraft. And I'm like, listen, I first of all, let me be clear because most of my friends are well, I shouldn't say most, mm-hmm. but I do have some friends that are not 
strong in their Christian faith, meaning they don't, you know, they're not Christians or Mm -hmm. they believe more in the spirituality and, you know, more of the manifestation of the majestic things of that nature. And Mm -hmm. that's fine. And that's fine. Um, because, you know, I can be cool and I can be cordial and I can love everybody. But I think there comes a point where those who are not of Christian faith have to stop with the pressure that all Christians think that they're better Mm -hmm. or stop with the notion that because I'm a Christian that I have an ulterior motive already for meeting you. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, the difference between me and you, sis, is... I can still love you and be a Christian and not believe or support what you do. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of hatred right now towards Christians because maybe it's a lot of church hurt or maybe it's just a lot of people just thinking that they can just do whatever they want and don't have to surrender or believe in anything. Mm -hmm. But I know when that trumpet sounds, them crystals can't help you. Crystals cannot. They can't help you. But again, to all y'all that love the crystals and love the all of that, See, no, but here's the thing is mm-hmm. they they claim they have a love for God. They know who Jesus right, is. Right, because that is, that is what, That's they, what say. they say. That's what they say, but they still do those things. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, like, you know, for for example, in Isaiah 44, um, verse 6, it says, this is what the Lord says, Israel's king and redeemer, the Lord Almighty. I am the first and I am the, the last. last. And apart from me, there is no God. There is mm-hmm. no other thing that, you know, you can put your trust in, mm-hmm. put your faith in, or believe something's going to bring you out, pull you through, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, and, you know, when you're talking about um, church hurt, if you truly love Jesus, church hurt doesn't affect you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it may have, it'll affect you, but, like, it wouldn't interfere with your relationship with god God. yeah Mm -hmm. that is you know a forever thing Mm -hmm. if you truly you know if you truly want it if you truly want it amen so um (laughs) yeah so i don't know i don't know where all the uh the notions and all these things come from but if you truly do believe in jesus christ and you truly believe in your faith um then none of those things should interfere that belief in you wouldn't wander about other things mm-hmm. and be like oh let me try this let me try that no because you just know you you know but you know people like to get um what's the word um adventurous adventurous yeah. experimental yeah and so i'm going to be sharing like throughout the podcast you guys of just a couple of things that i have kind of come into realization in my own walk with christ so I'm just going to start off. Um, I'm going to kind of share both of us, our stories, because mm-hmm. obviously we grew up in the same home. Um, so we were raised in church all of our lives, obviously. Um, my mother was the minister of music. So we were kind of, we weren't PKs, um, but I mean, we knew like we can act up in church. Like, let's just right, be for right, right. So we grew up in church all our lives. Pentecostal, by the way. So that's for those of you guys that don't know, it's very liberating, very churchy, very... Like what you see in the black movies of people shouting and falling down and speaking in tongues. All of that was in the house. Oh, yes. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think throughout like childhood and everything, church was more so of a routine. I knew God was real and I knew um, all, all that was important. But I would say probably, to be honest, I would say the pandemic like sparked it, sparked it. Well, no, I wouldn't say spark it. I would say the pandemic was the fire itself, but I kind of sparked it more so 
uh, in high school. So I guess that was mm-hmm. in the pandemic. So what about for you? Like, when was it like it got real for you? Mm-hmm. I can say it was always real to me. Um, but uh, I could really say when I went to college, it was a different experience. experience. Okay, I, I also that. had a different experience when I started going um, just different youth groups um, with other youth and other people that believe at my age that believe in Jesus Christ and all those things. So mm-hmm. um, I can say I experienced uh, two different types of, you know, different type of experience with with the Lord. So, yes. um, but definitely in college, I experienced it on a whole new level. Yeah, I think the first step of finding Christ for myself was first to acknowledge his lordship, first of all, because I think sometimes, you know, we say, you know, God is whatever he needs you to be. He can be your friend. He can be the mother to the motherless, the father to the fatherless, husband to the husbandless. He can be anything you want. And that is all true, you guys. He really can be any and everything you need, want, desire, all those things. But I think you have to acknowledge that. God is God first, mm-hmm. meaning it, like you said, in Isaiah, it starts with him. It ends with him. He knows it all before it starts. He knows the end from the beginning. So you have to know and acknowledge him as the Lord, as Lord, as your Lord. And that Christ obviously is the son of God died for your sins so that you may have life. Mm-hmm. But I also think with that, it includes embracing the love of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I found for me that love is the most important thing to keep me grounded um, because the Bible says God is love. Mm -hmm. So therefore, in order for me to experience his goodness and the fullness of who he is, I first have to know that he loves me and loves me for exactly as I am. Yeah. And not only does he love you, you have to love yourself. And when you love yourself, that also means you have to love others because mm-hmm. if you don't love others, then you're you know, not Christ like. Yes. And like you said, you won't be able to experience the fullness that he has for you. Mm-hmm. You may experience like a fraction, but that won't last. That won't last. It yeah. won't last. Wow. So um, you got to keep you got to keep doing that. You got to keep not judging just to be judging. You know, mm-hmm. you can't um, just be talking about people behind your back or behind their back. Um because they're probably doing it to you, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you just got to keep loving people no matter what um, is said about you, no matter, because it is hard. And I ain't going to lie. It's hard. Ooh. But um, you, you just got to keep persisting at it. You yeah, know, no I totally what. get that. I think just with embracing the love of Jesus, it just makes it, it makes everything following your relationship with Christ being, because, you know, the whole thing is you want your relationship to Christ to be personable. And... In order for it to be personable, you have to love him on a level that is for you. Mm-hmm. You know, some people's love for Christ is different than other people's in how they praise, how they worship, how they study, how they are convicted, mm-hmm. how all, all of that is. But you first have to acknowledge that he loves you right now. Mm-hmm. And when you are able to do that, I believe you are able to tap into a new I don't want to say a new person in yourself, but you're able to tap into that new feeling of 
what you can do with Christ. Mm. So I want to ask you, what do you think is the hardest part of being young and I should say saved uh, <laughs> or young and just being a believer? Like what is the hardest thing for you? Um, hardest thing is obviously the world that we live in now. It's constantly um, a lot of developments just that are just, you know, out of this out of our understanding and um our young people nowadays um really don't know who jesus is they don't really know what christianity is so um just for example i'm just throwing it out there I'm not saying i've personally dealt with this but i'm just <laughs> saying you know um i've talked with friends before and we like you know it's hard even people at my my church we talked about you know it's hard um, you know, finding somebody that you have, like, you know, a good relationship with, um, or if you want to have a good relationship with somebody that's uh, a Christian, you know, she's, it's hard to find people like that, you mm -hmm. know, where you are, especially in, um, I'm not going to say especially in college, because there are a lot of people that believe in Jesus, but do they really, you know, stick at it, mm -hmm. you know, are they really, you know, studying followers, followers? do they truly believe in, in, in Jesus, so, you know, that's like an example, you know, you just don't know from the relationship standpoint of like, you know, the world we live in is crazy, you know, mm -hmm. you can't just want to be dating everybody to be dating everybody, because, you know, you're missing out on your own blessings, oh. you know, wasting your time, oh. Oh, too far. Okay. Um, and then, you know, you do other things. Um, you know, it's just it's just so much going on, you know, with our government, uh, you know, Revelation says a whole bunch of stuff, you know, things. Wait, can we stop there? Uh -oh. To anybody and I'm and I wanna say this for I don't wanna say my advanced saints, but my advanced teenaged saints, if you get what I'm trying to say. Read Revelation like yo. I'm not going to go into it. But. I, me either, because Revelation can be very scary, especially if you are that person that can, you know, you, you have strong, strong anxiety. Revelation can be very scary, but it is so true and puts a lot of things into perspective. Yeah, keep and going. Just a lot of things that was in there is, you know, coming to tr uh, to life now. Mm -hmm. So um, it's unfolding in front of our eyes. So, you know, it's just a lot of things that you have to be aware and know what you're getting into or know what's around you or who you are, you know, um, affiliating with. If that's a person or organization, um, church, you got to be careful what church you go to. Mm -mm. You can't just go to everybody's church on um, every different Sunday and all that stuff. You need to stay, stay firm and planted. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, just nowadays, it's just so so harder to recognize, I think, for young people. And that's could, what makes I, it hard for you? Yeah, for, for me sometimes. But um, on an overall general perspective, I feel it's hard to recognize and know. Because um, I don't feel like a lot of times that a lot of people were put into a position to where they can, like, recognize what's good, what's bad. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like we've been blessed to, to know that um, because we had mom nana aunties uncles you know everybody in the church they help you know really um guide us in a way mm -hmm. and when we got to the end of that you know that time we can branch off into our own yeah and and, and decipher and know for ourselves so. i like you mentioned that and for the second part i think of finding 
finding Jesus for myself, accepting him for myself, um, was I had to get rid and eliminate everything and everyone that was an influence before I made the decision to follow him. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is a lot of times we can get into or hear a lot of things from people that tell us what Christianity is to Mm -hmm. them. Yeah, to them. So somebody can say, oh, like, you know, you can't be going to the clubs. You can't wear pants. You can't wear lipstick. You can't do all that. If you Mm -hmm. do that, you're not a Christian. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to get rid of things like that, rid of those those just repetitive myths and a whole bunch of sayings, honestly, that are nowhere in the Bible, that's nowhere reason, amplified that's from Jesus himself. That's another reason why, you know, people don't really go to church or they don't um, really, you know, expand their relationship with God because of things like that. And as I said earlier, you know, you can't take other people's stories mm-hmm. and try to apply it to yours. Your story is your own. Everybody has their own their own book, their own chapter, their own level that they are in in Christ. So um, you can't, you can't, you know, let that interfere or um, change your perspective on what you have to do to, um, you know, be a better Christian. Totally. And I, I, I think it's when you are serious and I'm talking about when you're serious to actually follow him, but to actually in, in, increase your spiritual relationship with Christ. It is important that you get rid of all of those influence beforehand because that will limit again the fullness you'll be able to receive from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Because if you are creating a relationship with Christ based on what other people have told you, what you have seen other people do, it is not real and you will not be able to be that tree Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is able to withstand all weather, all turbulence, all everything because you're rooted in fake soil. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be that tree, that fruitful tree that is able to withstand, you have to be rooted and know that in order for me to have a real relationship, in order for him to even trust me in a real relationship, because let's do that. Cause sometimes I think we want, we're struggling to trust him, but sometimes, you know, yes, God loves us and he already accepts us for who we are, but sometimes he's waiting, you know, to trust us with things that we ask for, that we pray for. Oh, yeah. Drop the bomb. So if you're serious, you have to eliminate every influence. And I'm, t- I'm serious. Every influence, including your friends of what you have heard, what they have said in the past, All those things, because then when you are able to start on a clean slate, Mm -hmm. you're able to put what you want on the table. You're able to take away what you don't want on the table to Mm -hmm. make your table be fitting for you. So what do you have to say to those going through that dry season right now? Because I know you talked about being the tree. Mm-hmm. that goes through a lot of weather changes mm-hmm. and even in a drought you know you can still be planted right oh that's a word okay let me stop Uh-oh. um so you know what do you have to say to those people that feel that there's like no light at the end of the tunnel because the question could be you know why do i still go through so much if he loves and he cares about me so much mm-hmm. like what do you have to say to that well i know you 
you were at um, church one a few Sundays ago. I gave a little um, mm-hmm. little message. You know, um, my pastor had asked me to um, give a little message um, on Sunday morning, and my title was "Spiritual Shakening, Faithful Awakening." So, um, if you're a Christian and you're young and you're lost and confused, and you know you're doubting God, and you're like, you know, why are these things happening to me? Um, I pray, I do this, I do that. Um, give me a sign, something, mm-hmm. Lord. Um, you know, you just gotta have have a you know a foundation of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Christians are, you know, people our age. Um, we just think we're supposed to get it like that, and it's supposed Microwave to happen. Microwave bubble. Mic- oh. Sometimes you need that crock pot. Mm, let it roast for a good my minute. God. Oh my! But um, that's why that's why you're in the dry season. It has to. You have to develop something. You have to get a, a fire, and you have to really pursue that prayer life. Um, really pursue that um, that relationship with God on a new level. Um, th- those dry seasons is, it, I believe, to put you into a new level. Mm-hmm. And it starts with your faith. You have to believe that you can go to that next level. You got to believe that mm-hmm. you can. Um, not everything has to be about um, you know getting the uh, a house or car, the totally. newest car, um, or a higher paying job. Um, although, you know, inflation is crazy, but it starts with faith. It starts with faith. You got to believe um, that Jesus loves me. Jesus died for me. Mm-hmm. And um, you got to believe that no matter what, he's going to be with me. And no matter what, I'm going to be with him. Mm-hmm. So you have to have um, those those prayers to yourself. You know, no matter what may come, what may go, I'm going to still Put my faith in God. And as you, I believe, say those things and pray about it in those seasons and those tough times, um, God can reveal some things to you or he'll, um, you know, be able to send uh, different messages uh, through people or through um, just randomly walking and mm-hmm. you get a thought and boom, you're like, wow, I got the answer or mm-hmm. I got the, um, um, the, um, the push that I needed to um, mm. you know move on or um get the next you know get the next thing rolling so mm-hmm. um dry seasons is going to happen all the time you just have to um have a good foundation and be ready for those mm-hmm. you always got to be ready always yeah be ready. i i think in your dry seasons sometimes you have you can't always pray for lord make this come to an end or take me out of this sometimes mm-hmm. you need to pray just hold my hand yeah you know? give me the strength to- give me the strength give me the strength to withstand give yeah. me the strength to walk through it mm-hmm. because most times and you know he is a god that can take you out he is a god that can you know just make it all go away um but most What's times the point of being a christian if he just snaps his fingers right? and goes away you he's not thanos uh-oh he ain't thanos my he could be but he don't know he don't he he it will ruin the um, yeah. the whole purpose of being a Christian. Mm-hmm. You have to. It's like it's like um, playing basketball. I'll give an example. Like playing basketball, you can't you can't just um, play one game in the regular season and think you you know you're gonna right. go to the playoffs. No, it's a series from a series of games from game one to eighty two. With practice, with, with workouts, practice, workouts, with treatments, treatments, with treatments, physical therapy, come on. with vitamins, ice with, packs, come on. Um, chambers, all of those things. Ice baths. Ice baths, everything. You go through different um, injuries, uh, My God. you know, different things like that. So it's a progression. It's a, it's a, 
It's a war. It's a war. It's a war. Not this. I'm not saying you know, you know, no. <laughs> it's a war that's just you know. You don't get what you you know necessarily are envisioning until the very end. The championship, right? That's what you're playing for, all right. And you know, I believe we have different championship seasons. You know, this season may be for one thing, and the next season, as you grow mm. your faith, you'll get something else. You know what I'm saying? So, what what is the championship season that you just won? Like, what did um, you win your championship in? Um. I would say just a new level, new level of understanding. And mm-hmm. I believe my next one is something along those lines and just getting through school, of course. And, you know, um, eventually finding a job, having a family. Job, yes. Yeah, a good job after the degree. Can we clap for a job? Yeah, my yeah. God. yeah. After the degree, um, I go to Southern University, everybody. I am a sophomore-ish um, person second semester mm. um in baton rouge louisiana so um, hbcu brad jaguars are but um <laughs> that's you know i believe those seasons are you know go through different seasons mm-hmm. so um it just depends i think the last part of finding jesus for myself so i say you have to acknowledge you know his lordship and his love mm-hmm. and then you have to eliminate um, influence. Then I think the third thing for me was to ask of him the things that you desire. Mm-hmm. And I know that is so like, well, duh, but let me explain. So Jesus, he wants to see you grow. Okay. The word says he will give us the desires of our heart. So mm-hmm. he wants to, and can do that for you, but you have to make up in your mind what it is you are seeking from him or what you are wanting from him. Cause sometimes. And also mm-hmm. you got to know uh, what your purpose in life is. Exactly. As well. Cause you have, you have to know again, goes back to what you are needing for yourself. You mm-hmm. cannot, if you, you can't just pray what you hear other people pray. Mm-hmm. Give me this Lexus. Give me this, this, I want this. I want this. When There's you haven't, you need. Or it's nothing, you know, it's nothing that is for you. It's not meant for you. It's not meant for you. So you have to really dig into what you are seeking from him. And then that'll be able to make, you know, your relationship more personable, your prayer life. And you'll be able to even start in, you know, studying scripture and all those things. Because the more you make your requests known and, you know, you know what they say, cast your cares on him, the more he starts working. And the more faithful you become and the more encouraged you will be. But it starts with speaking what you want to see so that he can go to work. Because mm-hmm. otherwise you may believe in Jesus and go to church every Sunday or whatever. Yeah. But if you don't find a way to make it personal between the two of you, how will you ever know what he is capable of? How will you ever know what they are talking about in the scripture? Mm-hmm. When the woman with the issue of blood was healed after one touch of his garment or the three Hebrew, Hebrew boys who were in the fiery furnace and didn't die or didn't have any bruises. Mm-hmm. How will you know that what he can do and, you know, wants to do, you know, how would you know he is able to do that mm-hmm. if you are never able to put him i don't want to say put him to the test to prove himself mm-hmm. but give him something to work with i think for me i really had to dig in deep in my weight like what is it that i really want because if i can't even tell you know my heavenly father what i want 
why would I expect him to do anything for me? Mm -hmm. You know, that's like asking your mom, like, you know, or like, you know, having an attitude with your mom and your mama asks you what's wrong and you like, well. And a famous saying is you're just spiritually dead. Spiritually dead. Like your mama asks you what's wrong and you can't tell her an answer and then, but you still want her to do something for you, but you can't tell her what you want her to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to put, words to what you want have to use your words you have to use every muscle that you can your spiritual muscles just to be, just be specific have him work on it be specific be specific because if not i'm telling you like and god has a sense of humor too like you can pray like oh god you can do have your will you can do whatever you feel whatever you want all right uh-oh all right now and it, god's a jealous a, god too he jealous he he gonna do what he want he jealous and don't. then you're gonna sit there and be like why am i i'm telling that's why i don't sing refiner mm, hold on but don't do that don't do i that am to gonna Mav. do that don't do it so to y'all who listen to maverick city music it's a good song and know the song refiner i don't even want to say the lyrics but I'm going to just say it so y'all know. The lyrics say, I want to be tried by fire. Purified. It, and take whatever you desire. Me. It says, Lord, here's my life. That's something that some of us need to do. Absolutely. You can run away I from can, it. No, no. I can um, I can repent and say those things in my language. I won't be I'm saying, just, just I want to be tried by fire. But Absolutely if not. Gonna, if we're going to be real and honest, some of us don't want to do it. Okay? Uh -oh. And um, I'm talking about letting go of that person that you be seeing every Friday. Ooh. Or um, going out um, with that person that you shouldn't be going out with. Or cussing and, and doing all those things. And, um, um, you know, you know it, just being bad to other people. Mm -hmm. um, you can't be doing that. And um, you got to be purified if you really want to um, um, be changed. If you really want to see change in your life, you got to be purified. Mm -hmm. And and you have to go through some things to, you know, it's a constant uh, refurbishing thing. Mm -hmm. You got to. Um, it's just like, like it's just like exercise. It's like exercises with your body. You got to keep doing it to feel better look better hold on because sometimes in exercise there's different goals some people have goals, goals to lose weight some people have goals to maintain weight some people just have goals to tone, tone you have to find muscle, out lose muscle. spiritually what stage you want to be in or what stage you need to be in how about that oh yes are you in a stage right now where you need to lose some weight you need to get rid of those things that aren't serving you are you in a stage spiritually right now where you need to tone up you need to do better with praying you need to do better with studying scripture you need to do better with attending whatever church services or are you in you know that stage of you know i just need to maintain my weight you know i'm doing well i just need to keep doing what i'm doing not lose faith not lose you know encouragement not lose um stamina i gotta keep going you have to know where you are mm -hmm. in your spiritual stage so once again like i said so god knows what he needs to do for you what he can work on because he wants to see you be great oh yes he wants to see you be great just keep Keep trusting in God. Keep believing in God. Mm -hmm. And believe in yourself. It starts within you. And you can't... Um, okay. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Mm -hmm. um, um, good and bad situations is in the, in, in the power of your tongue. You have to um, speak positive, positivity over yourself. You have to encourage yourself. Um, you have to do all those things to um, keep you uplifted. Not everyone can pray 
for you. Um, sometimes you're going to be by yourself. You have to learn how to pray yourself out of different things or pray yourself through things because you're going to go through stuff. So you just have to be um, in a mind, in a, in a position to, um, you know, really uh, just take on the task, take on the mission and, and um, just pray pray through it I love that sounds cliche it it works pray through it um, um, put some action to it because um, as I said um, as the word says faith without works is dead so you can't say I'm believing for it and mm-hmm. you're not doing the things mm-hmm. to you know achieve it you mm-hmm. know God ain't just gonna snap his fingers and then land in your lap you gotta actually put some motion and some work into it mm-hmm. it's like building a house it doesn't just magically appear you gotta put some money into it you might have to do it some, some of the things yourself to see it um mm-hmm. rise from the ground and from that foundation it um um it becomes a house it becomes something habitable mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so um if you want your christian he life the praises of his people uh-oh the praises, the worship, the prayers, the scriptures, all of it. That's what he inhabits. And if you want him to live with you, mm-hmm. it has to be a livable space. Totally. And I'm just I wanna say this. God is in the midst. Okay. The Holy Spirit is in the midst. I you have to not think of God as he's up there, I'm right here. You have to see God as he's in me. Mm-hmm. Therefore, because we are made in his image, so therefore he is here. He mm-hmm. is within us. He's here right now. He's mm-hmm. here wherever you want him to be. And he's there even when you don't want him to be. Mm-hmm. So you have to know and believe that he sees it all. He knows all. He cares all. And he wants you know, he wants that relationship with you. So don't be intimidated. Don't be afraid to tap into your spirituality or to tap into yeah, your christianity you cannot no what let me tell saying. you something you cannot let people steer you away from your beliefs and if you don't have an influence for your beliefs no excuse because there's youtube there's instagram there's whatever now i understand obviously everybody wasn't blessed to be raised in the home that we were but there are so many people um out there uh real quickly for my ladies if you are looking for a good you know person that can teach not necessarily preach um I would totally recommend Priscilla Shire she's really 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 good she is not like I said she's not a big preacher and a huffer and a puffer but she can break down that word for you to um, digest. Um, also Lisa Harper, she's a really good teacher. She's very funny. Um, but she can get that word to you. Um, also Sarah Jakes Roberts. I know some people know her. Some of you guys may not. Um, and her whole woman evolve movement. She's a little bit more of a preacher. I would say than she definitely does still teach, but she has more of that off. If you like that. Um, I would say Jackie Hill Perry. Um, she, has a podcast as well. I believe it's called 30 minutes with the Perry's and they, her and her husband break, break down the word in practical ways, um, in real ways and in story times and all those type of things. And then, you know, you have different people that you can, um, Oh, also Stephanie, um, EK, I'm sorry. She is another person that I am obsessed with right now. She's so good. Um, so those are some people that I'm listening to. Anybody you listening to? 
Um, nobody at the moment. Um, nobody at the like, moment. Like, like, I, like I said earlier, we're all, all on different levels. But my job, I believe, is to come up with, um, you You put me to a test. So I'm going to look up some good people okay. and, and, and recommend those to, to other young men yes. for sure. I mean, like we have, you know, people that we talk to, like, you know, yeah. on our, you know, that's local or, you know, more approachable. But, um. I'm gonna look. I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna look some some people Absolutely. up on on YouTube. I, I guess you can. Um, I'm not a guess. You can put Keon in there. Keon Henderson. Yes, yes, he's a, yes. He's a good we one. We love Keon. Um, it's a, Jake's when he's you know when he is teaching. He is a great teacher. Yes. Um, there are some. Um, I would other... recommend. Um, there's this. Um, oh, also, sorry, I'm all over the place. Um, Dr. Anita Phillips spelled exactly how I said it she is a um licensed therapist she went to school and everything but she does like bible and therapy all it's like Mm -hmm. so good and her husband her name his name is michael phillips he's at potter's house and he does like their bible studies and all that so he's really good Mm -hmm. yeah so you can't can't be scared um ask for help reach out to people um that you know are christians and if they say they can't help you shame on them don't get discouraged find somebody else and use use that um to you know find things for yourself as well as you're asking questions and trying to um get a better hold of different things and certain things so i know some of this uh, some of this conversation most of this conversation wasn't you know what you was looking for i'll come back another time we'll Uh, we'll talk about something else but but you know it was needed for some of us or you know just a Enlightenment, all. you know, you just need a little, mm-hmm. little bit more enlightenment on some some yes. things, or you know, um, let me prove to you that we was Christians or whatever. <laughs> you may maybe had not thought that we was, but we just sat here and proved it to you. So, um, amen, amen. For my people's like me, I should say, who kind of have their relationship, because I know kind of this whole episode was more so about getting that relationship started, um, but. Don't be afraid to get in that get in that Bible, okay? It, it is very intimidating, trust me, to open it up, to know where to start. You can always Google, you know, what are the best books of the um books of the Bible that are good for beginners or like if you're in a time right now you need more encouragement, always Psalms, obviously. Um, but you can you can always Google books or chapters or whatever that are specified for what you're needing and wanting so <clears throat> i don't really do my studies like this but i know i think it's called the swap method or something like that so you write the scripture so that's the s the w is what it means or what you got from it um and you basically you know after reading the scripture you write that the a is for how do you apply it so how can i apply this to my life you know all those things and then the p would be your prayer so what you want how you want the scripture to come alive and what you are expecting the scripture to do in your real life. So that could be a method for you guys that want to do more of scriptural study. Um, Right now I'm reading Daniel. I'm almost done. So if you guys want an episode of me kind of talking about the story of Daniel, of course I would do that. Let me know. Um, But yeah, don't be afraid to get in your, get in your Bible or, you know, don't be afraid to um just branch out in different ways that you can get the word for yourself. And reach out to us if you want. Reach, reach out, out to us. us. Reach out okay, to me. We, we, we I, I'll do be a quick service. shout out. Um, I follow me on Instagram. Oh it is my EJ. We're gonna be E underscore two four. I promise you, if you are, say it again, so they okay, might not okay. have got um, it. Let me say it again. EJ dot 
I-Z-L-E underscore two four. I promise you, I ain't going to try and slide in nobody DM. I ain't going to do uh, it because we out here to help each other. Amen. 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 That's it for this episode of the Hey Friends podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and found yourself in at least one thing we said. It was a little different, obviously, than what our normal for- format is. But I told y'all we was giving the whole buffet this season, the whole buffet, okay? I'm coming at you with every cuisine, every angle. Um, we giving everything, okay? So make sure that you are following me on your podcast platform whether it be apple spotify google anchor all those things i'm pretty much everywhere you can hear podcasts so there's no excuse you have to make sure you follow you have to make sure those notifications are on and you have to make sure that you're liking downloading doing all those things it helps me very 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 well feel free to always reach out to me sharing your comments and feedback my email is always put into the um episodes um description and if you have me directly you can always get me there i always respond anybody that tells you i didn't respond is a lie okay i always respond and i love hearing from you guys and i'm so happy that uj got to join us so let's clap it up for him for coming out here praise god let me know if you guys enjoyed him and like i said y'all can go on his little instagram and give him y'all comments and stuff i won't block you i won't block you All right. I can't wait to see you on the next one. Bye, friend.